Nefertiti and today's topic is me versus whoever the hell she is a reflection on self-deprecating actions that took part in in 2021 again this podcast is all about returning back to self all about healing oneself healing okay healing and this season is a self-reflection season I know I know I know I've been gone for maybe like two weeks but a lot has happened in these past couple weeks a lot has happened in general but i will like to introduce a new segment onto the podcast onto the pie which is going to be 0.5 episodes so you guys will get a structure episode like i'll give you guys an example so it'll be like episode one will be a structure episode episode 1.5 will be a diary entry episode two will be a structured episode episode 2.5 will be a diary entry and so on and so forth so like the point fives will be me shooting the shit about what my day was like it probably won't be very much so edited because of the way that um I be pausing this shit, trying to collect my words, trying to collect my thoughts. So, I just want to introduce that to my, my little dig, so that y'all can know what the fuck is going on, what the fuck is going down. So, continuing on with the episode, um, I want to talk about things that I went through last year that made me lose myself. Like, it was really just like... But even for the past couple years, I've been in a lot of situations that we would get into on this pod that really fucked me up, really made me forget who the fuck I was. I was trying to keep up with trends that was in the norm. Around this time, I started really getting onto social media, looking at Instagram, looking at Pinterest. Not really Pinterest. I just got into Pinterest maybe like a week, not a week or two ago, like last year. Close to, like, December, I started getting into Pinterest for real. But, like, I was looking at We Hearted. I was looking at Instagram. I was watching TikToks. And I was very much so comparison, my, comparing myself to trendy bitches. Like, bitches with the BBLs. Really slim, thin bitches. Like, thicker women who didn't... Who, like, had this confidence. Had this je ne sais quoi about them. Had this aesthetic about them. And I'm like, damn, I don't really have a fucking aesthetic so I started spending hella money trying to keep up with bitches that I, I, I couldn't keep up with. I was, I was never a bitch that wanted to keep up with people. And last year, I decided that, hey, girl, I want to I wanna keep up. I want to be an it girl. I want to I wanna dress in all the trends. I want to be trendy. So I started working at Akira. Now, Akira fucked up my mental health so bad like I feel like I took a lot of strides working at Akira when it came to my mental health and confidence but I also got beat the fuck down and when I say beat the fuck down I mean beat the fuck down I am still recovering from my experience from my experience at Akira at Akira pause we're gonna go back a little bit so when I was younger and I would go into Akira, I didn't really buy anything, but I did like the way that the women dressed in Akira. I liked the way that they carried themselves. I liked their confidence. I liked their swag. I loved the individualism of every single woman that worked at Akira. And eventually I wanted to work at Akira. Like I was like, damn, it'll be nice to like work here. Mind you, this is my like 
slightly insecure self. I'm probably like 15, 16, 17, 18 years old around the time. Right now I'm 24. And I'm looking at these women who work at Akira like these are the it girls. These are those girls. The girls that I want to embody. The girls that I want to be essentially when I grow up. So or when I get to this stage in life where I'm able to work at Akira. And I also am very much so in love with fashion. Fashion is my world. Fashion is my heart. And I love styling. So I remember one day while working at Akira, I had this kind of like epiphany moment or like a deja vu moment. And I don't really like calling it that because I know that I'm going to sound fucking crazy. I know that I have a gift to kind of sort of in a way, I don't want to say see the future, but bits and parts of my life is shown to me in like dreams and shit like that. So I had like this little moment at Akira where I was looking at my Apple Watch, which I didn't have an Apple Watch when I had this dream. And somebody that I was working with at Akira said my name and the atmosphere, like I seen the whole store. I didn't see the people because I hadn't met the people. And you know, in dreams, you don't really see any faces that you don't know. So I didn't see the person's face, but I knew it was a per I saw the person's like outfit, if that makes sense, body stature, if that makes sense. And one day while I was at Akira, I knew that I was in the right place at the right time because that vision or that dream actually came true. I so, just wanted to throw that in there. So anyway, at Akira, all the girls are kind of sort of like trendy. They're very stylish. Da, da, da. At this time, I came across a lump sum of money, okay? And I was trying to move out from my mom's house because I was very depressed, very insecure. I gained a whole bunch of weight. Like I didn't, I was figuring out who I was again and not realizing that that's what I was doing essentially. So I'm working at Akira. I'm seeing all these beautiful, beautiful women. I'm seeing that they have different individual styles. And here I am having a fucking meltdown because I don't necessarily know what style I want to go for. So here I am spending hella money, throwing money at Blushmark, throwing money at Akira, throwing money at Ulta, throwing money every in every fucking direction and just buying into these fucking trends and aesthetics that did not serve me. And essentially, I'm molding myself to be some type of person that I don't even fucking know. I don't know. Like, every time I came home, I had, like, a mini breakdown. Because I'm like, I don't know who I am anymore. Who is this person that I see in the mirror? Who is she? I don't know who the fuck this bitch is. Can somebody please tell me who the fuck? Who's Jules? Who's Jules? Like, who the fuck is Jules? Do I know Jules? You fuck Jules? Like, come on now. Like, literally, that's how I felt on the inside. Like, I don't know who the fuck you are. And I'm trying to get to know you, but I feel like you don't even know who you are. So what the fuck is happening? I was trying to, working at Akira and also in the present, I was also trying to, am also, was slash am also trying to curate some type of luxury for myself. Therefore, I was not, I was, when I tell y'all, I was not putting a cap on my spending when I had this money. I spent money on any and everything that I just, I thought that I needed, that I thought would fulfill me, that I thought would make me be a better me, come back to myself, make a better realization of who I am, awaken me, awaken my true self. And I was just blowing that shit, blowing that shit. I was helping people out, of course, but I was also blowing money on the illusion 
the illusion of the person that I thought I was and the illusion I thought of the person that I wanted to be. I tried to make myself comfortable in a work setting that I was very much so not comfortable in. And I started off at one Akira and then I moved to a different Akira, which was a whole different like ball game. You could literally see in my final like two or three months how depressed I got because I was not doing my hair. I was not doing my makeup. I was not dressing like and I don't think. I don't think anybody really notices the signs of depression in people because they don't care. And you got to surround yourself with people that care. And at Akira, at the Akira that I was working at, nobody gave a fuck. They only cared about how much money was being made. If I was making the money, who was making the money, if we was going to reach goal, all the drama in the store, da, da, da. Nobody gave a fuck about another person's mental health. And I was literally screaming. I am actually still screaming. Somebody please help me figure out who the fuck this bitch is in the mirror that I'm looking at today. Like I'm, I'm very much so confused and I'm very much so tired of being surrounded by people who literally hate people being their authentic self. And I'm not talking about the workers. So if any of y'all listening to this podcast, I'm not talking about y'all. Y'all know exactly who I'm talking about or what I'm talking about. People who are so insecure within themselves. That in it, I'm a I'm a huge person on energy, and I don't want to say like, oh, I'm an empath. I'm over that stage of life of being like, I'm an empath. I'm an empath. But I feel people's energies a lot, and I and I bounce off that energy. I love when people have high energy. I'm very good with high people. Um, and that goes to show you that like, I'm not in the corner, just like, turn around and die. You know, like, I don't, I don't mesh well with that type of people because I'm like, well, I do mesh well with them. I do identify with that sometimes, but I don't like identifying with it all the time. But when you're in an environment where people are so fucking insecure, some of that and you're not fully protecting yourself from those people. You're actively going into that environment every day, putting yourself in that environment. That kind of seeps into people like me. That kind of, you kind of take what they say and you, how do I say this? You take it to heart and you linger on their words. Not necessarily saying that like, I'm the type of bitch that give a fuck about what a motherfucker say. But, excuse me. But I won't sit here and lie and say that that shit did not affect me because it definitely did. And when you come to terms with the fact that the things that people say out of their mouths are literally a reflection of how insecure and how hurt they are on the inside, then you will finally understand that, hey, like, bro, like, maybe I shouldn't really take this to heart. Maybe I shouldn't pay attention to what the fuck people outside of myself are saying to me because motherfuckers will literally project their insecurities on you and that's exactly what they did to me at Akira. I was very much so acting in lack. I was looking for outside approval. I was constantly asking people, hey, if I make this video, would y'all like it? Hey, like what type of, what type of content should I make? Like, what outfit should I wear? Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm constantly asking other people. And I'm constantly like in this sense of please somebody help me figure out who the fuck this bitch is. Like, I cannot reiterate this enough. Like, I was literally just out here asking other people's opinions on what the fuck I should do in my life. And I should be looking internally. And I should be looking to 
ancestors or the universe or God or spirit. I should be doing those things to try to get what the fuck is the next move for myself instead of asking other people what the fuck was my next move. I need other people to teach me how to do things. I need other people to validate myself. All while being hella insecure, trying to figure out what luxury is for myself, and being in a relationship with somebody. Oh my God, I was dating. I'm not even going to, I don't know what the fuck she is right now, but I was like dating somebody and homegirl, if you're listening to this, um, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to just get y'all tea. So at this time I had piercings, right? I had, well, I, I still do have the piercings, but, um, I had my Medusa pierce. I have my bridge pierce. I have my, both my nostrils pierced. I have a belly button piercing and I have some, I have stretched ears. Like I'm very much so an alternative girl. And I only just now, side comment, sidetracked. Uh, I only just now realized how much I was um, self-harming myself when I got these piercings. And I was constantly blaming it on the fact that I have like, I have this goal of how I want to look and I want to tie my piercings to my spirituality and I really love how like in old African beliefs and all like Buddhist beliefs and all these other, other types of beliefs where people have all of these piercings in their faces. And I think a big one was like in the mummy series, I really, I, y'all know who, if y'all go watch the mummy, I don't know which mummy it is, but please go watch it. Um, it was definitely one person on like, I think it was like a scorpion I don't know, maybe a camel that was walking through the desert and the, here comes like this beautiful person popping up on the screen and they had all these piercings in their face and I was like, oh my God, I want that to be me. Like, it's just fucking gorgeous. So back to my relationship, um, I was acting in lack when it came to my relationship because I was very much so still holding on to me having that lack mindset in the relationship before her. And I was very much so tired of the whole, like getting piercings in a sense was also me rebelling from being told like, you need to be this way in order for me to like you. You need to be, this. you need to take those piercings out. You need to do this. You need to wear makeup. You need to be, look a certain way. And also it was me putting that type of pressure on myself to look a certain way when it comes to my body and to act a certain way when it comes to feeling like I could be likable, if that makes sense. I really loved my Medusa. I'm not going to cap. I really loved my Medusa. One day it fell out and this is just me giving y'all a quick little story time. I know I just jumped into this um, quick little story time so that y'all can understand what I'm trying to say after this. Um, I really loved my Medusa piercing and it fell out. My partner at the time, on the other hand, did not like my Medusa ring. And she was so happy when it fell out. And she was like, now all I got to do is try to convince you to take out your bridge piercing. Because she's not the type of person who likes girls with piercings. And also, she's not the type of girl who um, who dates alternative girls. I'm I'm her first alternative girlfriend. Let's put that out there. And I'm uh, I'm a lot of people's first alternative, first thick, first black. I'm tired of that shit. If I'm your first anything, bitch, leave me the fuck alone. If you ain't been doing this shit, if you ain't vetted in this shit, don't come talk to me. 
because you're not about to put your beliefs onto me, your limited beliefs onto me and make me feel insecure. And now I'm wondering who the fuck is this bitch in the mirror? Because I done came up with this seduction tactic in my head. It is highly addicting. I, if y'all listening to this, please, um, they have the power of seduction on, or the art of seduction, whatever it's called on YouTube. Y'all gonna hear me talk about this book a lot. Listen to that while y'all getting ready in the morning. Y'all will understand your seduction tactics. This particular thing was my, is my seduction tactic. And I'm trying to get a hold on this because it is very addicting to me. I like to mold myself into a person for somebody that is the ultimate person, the ultimate partner that they would ever have. I literally, in some cases, I will do things that I don't really want to do. I will heighten different parts of my personalities. Me feel more seductive, in a sense. Or, like, make me feel more... My energy feel more sexy, more uh, addicting, if that makes sense. I make you want to be around me more. Uh, you, I make you want to be touched by me I make you want to love me essentially and I kind of tweak different parts of myself to make you do that Dating. to, to make, make you feel alive inside and that's a part of my seduction that's a part of my ma manipulation and everybody does something to somebody to, to manipulate them to like them and that's what I do I have very much siren energy. I have very much dandy energy. Have I have very much magical woman energy. And I'm trying to learn how to mix all of those energies together and be okay with them. Here I am trying to mold myself into a person that somebody will never ever forget. Into an experience. And I'm also... Not even recognizing that that is what I'm doing. I'm not consciously aware of the alterations that I've done to myself in order to be more appealing to others, to be more digestible to others. So I was doing that one at Akira, two in my relationship, three with my mother, not necessarily with my friends, but four with myself. And all of these people required a different part of myself now imagine imagine just going through going through multiple traumatic experiences the year before losing your father realizing that you don't really like men going into a relationship with the woman and also manipulating your personality to be more likable to be more digestible to people around you 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 forget who you are you forget your core values and you essentially turn to different aesthetics to try to cope with the question marks. You wake up every morning and you're like, who am I going to be today? What parts of me am I going, going to heighten today? What What's my manipulation tactic today? And you're not even realizing that you're doing it. You think that you're being your authentic self and although these things are a part of you you are literally essentially giving yourself did you around this bitch like split having multiple personalities for no fucking reason 
I'll be really like literally y'all like I, I'm an Aquarius with an Aries rising and a Scorpio moon I believe I'm saying that right when I tell you the motherfuckers be fighting for the mic like it's splitting this bitch like I literally be so fucking confused and I really be confused about who I am even though maybe on the outside I look like a bitch that Probably nine times I say it has it all together. I look like a very magical woman. I look like I can grant you three wishes and very much so that, but the chaos that's going on in my brain all of the time. Fuck no. I don't know. I am still getting to know who I am. I'm still getting back to self because I've been beaten down so fucking much in life. I've been torn apart so much and I've been told that who I am authentically is not the correct way to be by so many people to the point where in this season, in the now, I'm trying to take this whole year to come back to self and to reflect on all of the things that I've gone through. I spent so much of my 2021 in the lens of someone else that I literally had an identity crisis every two fucking weeks. Every two weeks, I was supposed to go to Lyrical Lemonade and I didn't go because I was having anxiety attacks because I didn't know which bitch I wanted to be. I didn't know what type of bitch I wanted to be. And I did go because I'm, I, there's literally a YouTube video of me talking about this too. So go to my channel, Modern Day Nefertiti, M-A-D-R-N-D-A-Y-N-E-F-E-R-T-I-T-I. Make sure y'all type that in because if you type in just Nefertiti, then the actual queen Nefertiti will pop up and all of, all of the conspiracy theories and all that shit will pop up and not me. So Modern Day Nefertiti on YouTube. But I was literally in this big bitch shaking and having anxiety attacks because I did not know what I wanted to wear and I did not want to be embarrassed because I had this pressure on myself that I wanted to be the baddest bitch in the building and I wanted to be the most alternative and I wanted to be I wanted my energy to show okay and I just couldn't get there I really couldn't get there I couldn't get past the my appearance this whole identity crisis thing has set me back so much that I don't, that it, it stopped me from filming, it stopped me from, in, excuse me, enjoying my life, it stopped me from being friends with people, it stopped me from be, showing up for people, and I'm like, I, I, I didn't do this when I was younger, I was very much so carefree, I, I very much so didn't give a fuck about what other, anybody, anybody gave, I, I didn't care about what nobody thought about me, and all of a sudden, in the past Three years, I've been so hyper-focused on perception and being perceived and being understood. It's like, for fucking what? For fucking what? Nobody. I don't want to continue to put, up, put on a show for anybody. But I also have to figure out who I am so I'm not putting on a show for myself. Being myself has been a huge part of my life. It's gotten me so many opportunities and somehow I lost her. I lost me and I needed it. I, I needed me. I needed me so much and I missed out on a lot of opportunities second guessing who I was. And I still miss out on opportunities second guessing who I am. Probably 2018 to 2021 really broke me down. I was in a relationship, people pleasing motherfuckers, like 
trying to people please my mother, trying to people please my sister. I went through a weight gain. I went through an abortion. I went through I went through pregnancy. I went through the death of my father. I went through a breakup with a person that I was in a relationship for three years with, like three years on and off. Trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma. It physically manifested itself on my body to the point where I'm like looking at myself in the mirror like, who the fuck? Like, I have never been this unhealthy. Like, I've never looked this unhealthy. All of my traumas literally manifested onto my body and I'm still working through that to this day. I've gained more weight than I've gained in the past couple years, but it's the fact that I keep not showing up for myself. I keep, but I keep not trusting myself to show up for myself. I'm thinking about all the times that people call me lazy, all the times that people call me fat, all the times that people call me ugly, all the times that people told me that I wouldn't be successful, that I'm worth nothing, that I'm dirty, that I'm filthy, that I'm a whore, that I'm like, all these things, I keep focusing and hyper-focusing on the things that other people tell me that I am instead of focusing on the things that I know myself to be. So here I am, maybe like 50 pounds heavier, one day waking up, looking in the mirror and seeing all of this weight just on my body. The weight of the world on my body, physically manifesting itself onto myself. And I'm like... Who the fuck is this bitch? This cannot be me. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck this bitch is. Can somebody please tell me? Who was this girl in the mirror? I feel like I woke up. It's Freaky Friday. Who are you? I'm getting to know that girl. I'm currently getting to know that girl. I'm currently getting to know myself again. And I'm, I'm currently becoming a force to be reckoned with. Something that I've always wanted to be since I was a young. I always wanted to be a woman that was a force to be reckoned with. And I'm becoming that woman. I just have to keep showing up for myself. I hope you guys listen to this episode of the And really self-reflect on yourself. And, and think about the ways that you have been essentially lying to yourself about who you are. Or the times you've put on a mask. Or the times you've heightened your personality in order to appeal to a certain type of demographic. Or a, or a certain type of person. Or even to try to appeal to your younger self. I want you guys to think about the weight that others put on you. I want you to think about the ways that you carry that weight. I want you to think about the different ways that you can serve yourself from listening to this podcast on out. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening. I know this episode is probably long as hell. Oh, it's only 31 minutes. That's great. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Please recommend it to your friend. Please recommend it to your mom, your grandma, your auntie, your uncle, your pet frog, whoever, whenever, wherever. Please go ahead and support your girl. Thank you. Love y'all. See y'all in the next episode. Goodbye.